Welcome to the A to Z Golfing Podcast with Andy Cezanne. I'm Anthony Zampano. We are presented by Am Golf Trips. Follow the entire 2023 season at amgolftrips.com and swagseries.com. Andy, it's been a while. Been a little bit. Been a little bit. We've been we've been all around, so it's been fun. To say the least. I mean, as far as getting used to traveling, I think I'm used to traveling. I just, I, I don't know where it begins and where it ends. I feel like <laughs> four days at a time, six days at a time. Um, it's been all over from uh, some of the places that we covered, but pretty much from Arizona to Florida to Texas to Tennessee. And now we're getting ready for the largest swag series event of the season in 2023 at Olympia Fields Country Club, 144 players, numerous sponsors that are going to be doing a a multitude of things in various ways around the golf course. Um, It is going to be a lot of fun to say the least. Yeah, 144. I mean, because we we, we tried capping out at 106 earlier, thinking we had the sponsors in 120 and then kind of reached out to them, right? And we we found out we had the whole – we could do whatever we want with it. So we opened it up to 144, doubling on every tee box and uh, having a good time with it all. I mean, uh, I, I can't wait to see the turnout. Like just everyone getting together, everyone on the putting green, doing the putting contest, all that stuff we usually do with it. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. And it's kind of built up to this point. I mean, you kind of look at how the season started, obviously Tory Pines, uh, for the amount of people that we were allowed to have, we hit that number. Um, and then it's sort of built up and built up. Texas was, was awesome. And I think that was sort of the first glimpse of seeing an event with over a hundred people, a little bit less at, um, at Gaylord Springs in Tennessee, just outside Nashville, which was still great. But I think it, since we started this, this has been the one that we have been sort of keen on, right? This is, this is the the biggest event in 2023, um, you know, it's going to be really cool to have so many people from so many different areas come in. And then obviously with it being really the home uh, for Swag Golf, it's going to be really cool to see all of these people come together from such a great community and really just enjoy an entire day at probably a top two Chicagoland golf course. I mean, it's it's just going to be for people that haven't played it. I haven't played it in a few years, but it is it's an amazing property altogether. So when you played it, what's something that you remember from the course that stuck out to you actually on the course? You know, me being me, as far as the golf course, I just think it's a very just modern. It's got some old features. It's been modernized. Um, It's a very straight ahead golf course. Um, It's going to penalize you for your bad shots. And it's a traditional country club, right? It is. If you are short-sighted, it's going to be difficult to play, yeah. you know, if you're not if you're not playing well. But it also gives you ample scoring opportunities, and I and one of the best clubhouses. And and the pictures that you're going to be able to get, and the sights that you're going to see from various holes around the golf course, um, it's it's really amazing to be out there and see the history and see the lineage of a lot of things that are going on there. And and I just I just can't wait for everyone to see it. Yeah, so the PGAs there later on this year, they wouldn't be starting anything like prep wise for it, right? Like getting, besides just getting greens ready and stuff, like they just maintain those all year. But I got to imagine well, I mean, it'll be pretty low on everything, right? I mean, tra- traditionally speaking, you're already at a country club, right? So they're, they're more keen on their members as they're gearing up for 
uh, what is to come later in the year, right? They're not going to let the golf course grow out. That normally happens after um, a PGA or LPGA tour comes just to get the golf course back into a healthy condition so that they can start regulating like when they're going to mow it, how they're going to water it and stuff like that. I think with how I've seen golf courses in the area so far, I haven't been out a lot this year. I've been fortunate enough to get over to Elgin a few times, but just to see the conditions of the grass and, you know, for anyone that was here, we had what I would consider a very mild winter. If you talk to some of our friends that are in the Minnesota area and, and a little bit farther to the North, terrible winter. Um, but here, I think the golf courses have been very receptive to the winter. Um, you know, I was very surprised to hear some feedback from some people that went on a trip in, into Missouri and how, you know, different the ice and the weather and the cold temperatures are, how they affect golf courses in that area. But I, I don't think it's going to be an issue at all. We've got great weather this week. We had a little bit of rain over the weekend. So uh, all of that stuff leads to a healthy golf course and, and probably the best venue that we're going to see in 2023. Yeah, really excited to get out that way. And then we got we got a bunch of sponsors coming out, like you said. I mean, it's it's going to be – I think this one's a little bit different than than – the other ones not saying that you know the other ones didn't have other stuff to offer just since it is kind of the hometown you know cooking spot that we have that uh i think they've added a little bit more to it well i think you're going to see different things i you know we've been we've been fortunate enough to to have some good representation um you know tacomo has come out and had players playing in the event um you know we've had various things from blue tees uh you know, points bet was was around at the first event just to be on site on a par three. But obviously, as things evolve, this is this is what the evolution of it is to right. It, it's a showcase and an opportunity for companies to come together and really put their best foot forward for everybody that signs up for one of these events. You know, that was a, that was our biggest thing is that, you know, the players boxes and the contest and, you know, the the mystery bag par threes for whatever type of suspense people want to put on it as far as what they're getting or what they're not getting, uh, they, they can say whatever they want. It's a cool idea um, for people that are new to the community to not know what you're going to get for the contest and to see sort of the reaction from people when we do bring them up and we give them a choice of uh, one of the four black bags in, right. in that case. So I, I think that not that, uh, we will do that for this event, but I also think it is going to be cool to see what individual sponsors do as far as it. I mean, I know like this will be also one of the first times that we've done the putting contest beforehand. Um, yeah. going to have a little, going to have a little mix up there with it. And, and it's going to be fun because, um, I think in my head, if I have it down, right, I think it's going to come out really cool. It's going to give people an opportunity to uh, be on the putting green with various other people within the brand, outside of the brand sponsors, and sort of have a good time before the event, right? Yeah. And then you're you're out there with with your partner that you've signed up for, and and we're going to have a good time and do what we do. We're going to crown uh, two teams to move on to the national championship and and enjoy the rest of the day at Olympia Fields. That's exactly where I was going to go next. I want to know about the putting contest. So we're doing it before the, the the round, which is a new thing for us. I think usually we always have it at the end of the round or when you come off. Um, and then yeah, I was going to try to pick your brain a little bit, see if you can can tell us what we're going to be doing for the putting contest. Anything different than you? Well, I mean, first and foremost, it's not the first time at Big Cedar for the collector's event. uh, We did it in regards to it being before the round at Payne's Valley, right? So um, within that, we had the par three contest the day before and and so on and so forth. 
Um, to be very honest with you, I'd love to share with you what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I, I think that, um, you know, uh, Andrew Schmidt and I are going to get together and we are going to, uh, to put the best competition uh, possible out there and, and have all 144 engaged and right. represented. And, you know, it might be uh, maybe a pick your hole to qualify for the second round, pick your putt, do this, do that. We might have multiple lines going on at the same time. Right. But I think I think it'll be an ability to, to have sort of, sort of a more, I'll probably use a bad word and say a party atmosphere. We don't necessarily want it to be that, but, um, you know, social gathering. Yeah, but one of the things about the putting contest is is a little bit of that heckling and a little bit of the calling people out when they leave it short, right? I think this will be an ability to sort of split groups off within the confines of a big group and uh, to sort of kind of like go through the motions and make your putt and and uh, get on to the next round and, and sort of heckle against everybody else. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll line up all 144 all together and uh, – and take a crack at it and, and, yes, yeah. and see what we can do with that. A video like that, we're all like 100 people, like we're, we're around the circle and you put into it. And yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there's technically skill to that, no, but yeah, maybe, just, maybe it'll be something that maybe it'll be something along the lines of, uh, of doing something like that. But no, the putting yeah. contests I always feel are. are one of the things within the competition that are that are great to do, right? It's it slows down a little bit. You also get the people to all meet and everything because everybody for registration comes at different times, whether they're going to the range at different times, um, and then they really only get to see the people that are in their group. So I think it's a good opportunity. It's always a good opportunity to get people together. I get excited for it. Um, you know, there's been a lot of people asking me travel wise, why I'm not bringing the big speaker with me and just hammering people the whole time. But, um, rest assured it will be at Olympia fields and, uh, hopefully we get uh, a few people to pop over onto the mic and, and do some cool stuff with them. Yeah. So we'll have on the rocks there. We got barbecue lunch, I think during the round. And afterwards, I think we got some more on the rocks, uh, some OTR and, uh, some little, I think appetizers something after the round too, you know, hang out and, put around and talk to the swag groups. I think the majority of the swag office is going to be there. I think, um, if not all, you know, I think it's yeah. like I said, the hometown and, uh, really looking forward to it all. Uh, they've done a great job with the representation that they've had out on, you know, uh, Andrew's been to a few, um, or I think I should say every single one, but one, you know, Frankie Ellingson has done an amazing job when he's been out there. Yeah. Um, you know, Chris Barker has been out there, you know, uh, you know, we, we had Carl at an event, you know, Adam Gardner's been to a few. So Trent, they're, they're, Trent, Trent was in Nashville. Um, you know, we, they've done such a great job and I think it is a great opportunity. I mean, to share really quickly to see at Gaylord Springs, you know, listen for anybody out there who's on the discord, which has turned into this uh, huge populated thing of people that don't actually play any event, but have the biggest opinions. Um, <laughs> you know, you subsequently are hamstrung anytime you run an event. So uh, uh, to get off the golf course in the time that we did under the conditions that we did for a beautiful day to unfold afterwards and have two rounds of lunch, be able to get the players, all their player boxes, do the awards, get over the putting contest. But the biggest thing for me was to see the people that stuck around afterwards yeah. to engage with Trent, engage with Andrew, engage with myself and you. But not only that, but to engage with each other, like, listen, we're, we're, we're building 
a series of events that are around community camaraderie uh, with competition. Mm-hmm. You know, people are so quick to break down the competitive side of this and, and then don't focus on everything else or like to break down the actual details of the event and then, and then not look at it. We look at the entirety of the whole thing. And, and to me, that's the most fun part is that we have, we have stuff going on at all times. There are people that are strictly there for the camaraderie and we love that and we appreciate it and we see it come out. They're very friendly. They, they mute, they get to meet people that they've only talked to on social media platforms. And then you have the people there that are, you know, competitive and we've had some great gross scores of late. Um, you know, Jeff Williams uh, down in Texas uh, with a nine under, and then we had an eight under in, uh, in, in Nashville. And you know, for, any, for, for, for anybody out there that wants to talk a little bit about net scores, uh, I'll, I'll put ours up against the uh, stool of the bars anytime and they can keep their 56s, 57s and 58s and, and we'll just keep doing what we do. So um, looking forward to it. And obviously the, uh, the beauty of it is with winners going on to the national championship, the amount of second and third place teams that have taken the exclusive invitation, right? You know, that is going, you know, for anybody that hasn't been to big Cedar, but it's good to see people signing up for it. And for the people that have, they know how, how great of a place it is. Yeah, definitely. In Texas, I think that's all we had. The extra signups were the uh, second and third place. And then Gaylord, we're kind of right behind it as well. So, I mean, it's it's getting exciting. I think people are starting to, like you said, kind of realize that it's starting to amp up a little bit here. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm in a bunch of chats that people are like, you know, I can't wait to get to Big Cedar. <laughs> you know, I was like, good. You got to get yourself there. You got to qualify yourself there. So, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. I, I said that before. It's going to be fun because it's just – I'm having a great time. I know you are too. Uh, you know, we're traveling country together, kind of seeing some things. And uh, this is going to be a fun one that we're at our home place, get to wake up in our own bed and kind of get to a course and do what we do best. Well, I mean, for me, it's awesome because I'm going to have the entire tournament built out and put in the back of a truck and I get to unload it. So, um you know, it's not that it takes a lot of time, but when you are generally traveling and, and you're kind of working out of a suitcase, um, I mean, I love it first and foremost, but yeah. you know, we've, we've run into some, some situations this year already with uh, trouble building stuff out, but yeah. all in all, we've gotten a hundred percent of it done every single event. Um, and that's, that's bound to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're traveling with about 600 pounds of gear, that's getting shipped across the United States. So between making sure all of that is, um, you know, together and makes its way to its destination, but it's been very good. It's sitting in the lobby of our office right now. I'm, I'm super happy that it's not floating around with FedEx right now. And I'm not talking to, <laughs> not talking to logistics companies all the time, but. Um, so you seem a little more even keel this week. You're not as stressed about checking, uh, you, you know, know it's, FedEx shipping labels. It It's, it's ironic because, you know, we also added Ivanhoe, which is going to be a, a great event in its own. And, and we've seen the numbers start to climb for that, which is great. But it is something about just kind of like taking a deep breath and having the equipment back at home, you know, and then subsequently it turns, you know, it, it turns right back around. I mean, uh, we end up in North Carolina at Pine Needles, with which we have a great turnout for that. Um, I'm home for 16 hours on June the 6th little celebration and then uh and then on the road until the 14th of june and and through that we cover the am golf trips band and dunes trip 
which is uh, roughly about four to five days. And then from there, a, a quick four or five hour drive up to Chambers Bay. And then, and then we get to come back and, and how it works out in the schedule is it's great that we're going to be at home. It'll be sort of that same breathing process. It'll be just ship everything back home, have the ability to regroup for a couple of weeks and then uh, get back that, get back out there on the road and cover uh, July. And then the beginning part of August is going to be something uh, it's going to be really special. Um, not looking forward to driving to New York, <laughs> but um, I think turning stone is going to be a great venue. The golf courses look fantastic. Uh, hopefully going to get out there here uh, on a weekday, just a quick trip out to New York and then fly back probably the next morning. Cause I'm going to go up there and check out the golf courses. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be really cool. That's one of the destinations I wanted to see this year was to see that property. So I'm looking forward to that. And then before we know it, there'll be a couple of events left in 2023 and we'll be at the national championship. So I know. I, I mean, we, we've been we've been planning this for for a long time now. Now that we're in it, like it's just going so fast. You know, it's it's like watching your kid grow up. Like you wake up and they're eight years old. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I missed the past eight years. I kind of feel like this is the same same process. We've been building up so much. Like you didn't even think it was going to come ever. And now that we're in it, it's just it's just flying by. Yeah, I you know. I mean, if you think it's flying by, then you must not be traveling as much as I'm traveling, which you are. <laughs> However, um, yeah, I would say I would say that now that we've gotten the hang of things, and I and mm-hmm. I think that's also the beauty of it is is you know it's it's it is the build up, right? It's what else can we do for the players, right? right? It's always been a focal point of any time that we've done something, whether it was uh, back in the day of running a flighted amateur events to the beginning of Am Golf Trips to the Swag Series to, you know, running events for Swag Golf, Collectors Republic. I mean, it's always at the top of everyone's list here within our group uh, when we're putting together an event is how can you make it bigger and better? And, and listen, Mother Nature is Mother Nature and she'll always be, she'll always be, she's not going to change. Um you know, for for the amount of people that we've had come out to these events so far, you know, of actual people that have complained, I'll take it. I think I've gotten I think I've gotten like one or two and, and uh, you know, I, I still don't understand what they're complaining about. But I, I guess that's uh, that's something to be said. I mean, we did get our first person that called the golf course the day after an event and, you know, proclaimed what it, what their handicap was and told them that they would never come back to the golf course, to which. I believe the general manager invited him back to the golf course, which I thought was a great move. And it's something sarcastic that I would have done. So, yeah. Um, but Hey, it, it's, it happens I, didn't, I didn't know that happened. Dude. That's, that's a fun. Well, one. I saved it for a special time and place. Yeah. And I felt like this is a very special time and place. So sure it is in front of our millions of fans that we have here. It's, it's always a great, yeah. <laughs> all 13 of them, all 13 of them that are going to listen to this tomorrow. So no, it's or great. Two, Friday. So, yeah, well, and that's what, that's the best part about it. you. You spoke about Ivanhoe. Like I think, so Ivanhoe has been trickling up in the numbers finally here. And now I think after this event we have coming up on Monday, uh, I, I assume that's just going to grow after that part. So I'm, I'm really excited. And if you're not signed up yet, I'd get signed up now before the end of Monday's round. So, well, I think, I think it's, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that probably were paying attention to it. Uh, yeah. to the swag series and wanted to see what it was all about. And, you know, people are, like I said before in this, people are going to have their own way of thinking about what they want to get out of the swag series. Right. Uh, we have the competitive layout of it. 
Um, you have the camaraderie and you have the community. So, you know, what are you there for? If you're there for a fun day of, you know, being at a golf course. And that's one of the other things too. Like, listen, the evolution of this schedule will always be in the best interest of the player. We want to have golf courses for an entire day. It has not contractually worked out in some avenues, but we will never run an event where you're there told to be there and told to leave. Right. Stay as long as you want. Talk to as many people as you want. Don't watch Andy and uh, Andy and Anthony run around with their heads cut off after the yeah. event, after it's all died down, trying to figure out how to get everything off the golf course. Right. Just just do what you do. Enjoy the day. That's, that's what you pay for, and, and that's the platform that we want to give you. Right. You kind of brought it up a little bit, the Nashville one. That was the, the one I think I saw people stay the longest. I mean, people were staying probably – two and a half hours after and they they stayed past us like we were like all right we're out of here we well be be careful throwing out times because you know it was brought to our attention that you know the tournament didn't end until an hour after uh, public play started so we'll try to keep our clock times and and quoting people to a minimum but i got all my time stamps on my pictures and my videos so i can dispute anything yeah. anyone wants to I 100%. I, I, I think that might have been there. There were some funny comments that came out of Nashville as it pertained to the time the tournament ended, that there was no food and no putting contest. And and then I've got Andy sending me videos to send to these people to call them out. And it was, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm going to have fun with it and stuff. But yeah, um, you know, but it's going to be a great time. And I think it's going to be great for everybody to see the courses in the Chicagoland area. Um, and then really turn our attention to going out to these other areas to really uh, meet some some new people out there. Andy, tell me a little bit about uh, one of your best inter- interactions with somebody in the community so far this year. Um, wow. Thanks for putting me on the spot right there. I got to think about it really fast here. Um, best interaction probably was with um, uh, Garrett Odom, who won the uh, tournament in uh, – Texas and then came back out with his dad to Gaylord Springs. Uh, and he was, we were talking, he was trying to win Gaylord Springs also. And then he was going to have the uh, fun conversation with his partner, uh, Dan Rod there to see who he was going to take the national championship. Uh, but him and his dad finished third place. And I was, you know, proud of them and stuff. They came up just a bit short there. So, but he still has a decision he has to make there. If he wants to take his dad to the national championship or his, uh, his previous winner. So that's, that's a fun interaction. I got to meet, you know, him, he's from Florida and he's come to a couple events for us already, you know, traveling around with us. And, uh, I feel like a good friendship is probably starting right there. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. How about you? Um, I, you know, I've had so many of them. Um, I would say one that got me the most was I had never met, um, I had never met Luhar. Um, and when we were in Texas, I got to talk with him and Sid a little bit. And uh, for anybody out there that doesn't know Sid Stanfield and his dedication, not only to, uh, helping people and, uh, swag off and sobriety, um, he does amazing stuff. Um, I receive text messages from him almost weekly. Um, sometimes I'm on the road and I, I don't get back to them right away or I'm, or I'm, I'm busy. But, uh, you know, to have a friendship with him, but then to also see what he has done so far with Luhar and then, and then to talk to Luhar a little bit about how he has started on his path of sobriety. You know, those are the moments um, that go beyond golf. They go beyond all this. And it's just about people. It's about two human beings, um, myself 
I've gone through my own struggles in my life uh, in various areas from uh, not playing college football anymore, substance abuse, um, you know, so on and so forth. I've made a lot of mistakes, right? But um, to be there in the moment and have the conversation with the both of them about it and see how one is supporting the other and then also let somebody know that you can be there for them, whatever they need in support, um, you know, is pretty, is a pretty cool moment for me outside of everything else that's gone on this season. So I think that would probably be meeting, right? Uh, first time meeting have have had a lot of discussions, uh, with him and have had some running jokes on pages with him. And I'm sure like most others that meet me, I've probably had a, sarcastic comment here or there for you on on facebook or social no, media or instagram you. <laughs> yes not me but uh um but no that was that that for me i think that brings uh perspective onto a lot of things and and it brings up a, a period of my life that you know every everybody talks about that type of stuff in a bad manner i think it was for me it's all positive um to learn what I learned, but you know, I wish him none of the best. And he's, he's, like I said, he's in fantastic uh, hands as far as support with Sid and, and everything that he's done. So a shout out to the both of them for uh, that incredible interaction that I was able to have with them. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, and we're looking forward to having more actions as we go along. We're only what, like just over a quarter of the way through the season. So we got yeah plenty to go here, yeah. more memories to make and more things to figure out. A third of the way through the season, handing out more trophies, handing out a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'll let everybody know right now. I got a, I got a firsthand look at what's going to be given out at Olympia fields. You're not going to be disappointed. Hope everyone has a great time out there. And uh, you know what? We'll see you at Olympia fields. Yeah. If you're disappointed, and, uh, give it to me. We're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And you know what? Andy's not going to, Andy's not going to do where you can find us. If you haven't found us by now, you're not going to find us. <laughs> if you've already found us, stay tuned for more to come. Have a good one. See ya.